Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Monday morning. I missed you. Hope you had a great fourth. You're the one who's missing, not I. I was here. <laughs> yeah. I missed you. How was the holiday? It was good. I had a great time. Went and saw my mom, fireworks, family time, little summer vacay with the boy. Let me ask you now, you don't live too very far away from me. Let me ask you about your neighborhood. Shooting off fireworks still? Third, fourth, and fifth. How was the how was the uh, fireworks? Well, I actually was uh, I was gone that weekend. I went to see my mom in Wamego. Well, she lives in St. George, Manhattan area in Kansas, and they had this massive. I mean, it was miles of people for in Wamego. I mean, this town is probably like the size of Billings, and it was just thousands of people. It was unreal. So this was a public display. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they didn't do it last year, so they basically combined both years into one year. It was so inc- you weren't incredible. there for your neighborhood or anything like no, that? No, no, no. We were gone. Took the dog and kid and <laughs> wife, and we headed out to the middle of Kansas. Well, I wonder what the neighborhood celebration would have been because mine, about, uh, what, half a mile, three-quarters of a mile from you, Oh my! Those back in the war zone. <laughs> yeah, it, well, and they're still. Sh- I mean, they're still shooting them off all weekend. This past weekend, so yeah, it's just it's constant. Especially that between that and the thunderstorms, my dog was definitely stressed out over the weekend. So are the kingdom. Frank Clark, what the hell is going on? Charged with the felony. We knew it was coming. Do you think? Uh, I, I personally, the way and how fast the NFL works. I don't think any kind of repercussions are going to come down on him in any time soon. Maybe he sits, what, four games, five well, games? Well, you have to remember now, the, the he's going to court in two days. He'll go July 14th out in Los Angeles. And that, Mike, is the first charge. That's the one from back in March. This doesn't even include the one that in which the Uzi submachine gun was found. That's not even included in this. This is the one in which he was arrested and found to have uh, hidden weapons in the car. It carries a penalty of a jail term. I can't see how he's going to come back. I really can't. I can't see the Chiefs even allowing it because even if the if the feds, and this is a felony, and the folks in Los Angeles, even if they absolve him of all circumstances, the NFL is going to come down and the Chiefs are going to come down because they have their, their protocol as... Uh, being a citizen. In the case of Frank Clark, I think it might be wise for them to be looking for another defensive end. And when this first happened, I mean, I'm always look at the uh, bright side type of guy, and the bright side is we save a chunk of money. Um, and we'll see. I, I, he also, speaking of money, has a lot of it and can hire some really good attorneys who can go to court in two days and say, hey, let's push this to the end of the season. He's got this stuff. You guys are bogged down with all kinds of stuff in the court. There is a game to be played here, um, and money talks in the justice system like you and I both know, and he can draw this out. So it'll be it'll, two days will be interesting to see how that plays out, and then we'll probably know more to Put talk it about. Put this way, it. he better have a lot of money. Oh, he does. Making $20 million a year. He's in driving around a, what, SUV Lambo. I think he's just fine. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, I was kind of separate from some of the sports that you and I talk about, uh, this past week. I didn't really watch a lot of baseball. Um, you know, what I really paid attention to was the Euro, which that English, uh, that England, Italy game was insane yesterday. Um, and I know you don't want to talk about soccer because you don't care, but I thought it was great. Great, great, great Euro this year. Um, but uh, also over the weekend, the uh, Conor McGregor fight, I got a chance to watch all of that as well. And personally, I think he cracked his 
I think he cracked his leg on one of those check kicks early on because Connor does not go to the mat that quickly. And right after that happened, he goes straight to a grapple, which I was kind of like, what's going on? And then when that, and then you can see what happens, he breaks his leg after that. It's kind of obvious he knew something was wrong. That's why he went to the ground. And he wasn't going to continue, and he couldn't continue, and may never continue. He's already had surgery. He's been out of surgery now for probably about 12, 13, 14 hours, somewhere around there. And the surgery was a success, as you knew it would be. It's his ankle more than anything else. And uh, it's probably more than chipped. It's probably, I, I don't think it's a clean fracture, but whatever, a fracture nonetheless. But uh, Poirier gets the victory in this one over McGregor. And I think, in all honesty, I, I'm not a big UFC fan. Not at all. I'm a boxing, I love boxing, much more scientific than the uh, martial arts thing Mixed is. Mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts, whatever it is. It's fighting to me. I like it. <laughs> Barroom brawl is what <laughs> yeah. it is. But anyway, I think Poirier was probably going to win. Oh, yeah. He, anyway. he, he, he's the better fighter all day. And I, I think as a people go, he's a better person. I, I was hoping to God that when Joe Rogan was talking to him at the end of the match and said, how, you know, how do you feel about it going down this way? I wish he, to God he would have just looked over at Connor and said, couldn't have happened to a better guy. Who got the biggest cheers of the night? We, we both know it was Connor. No, not of the athletes. When he walked in, the former president of the United States. Oh, I missed that part. I must have been getting a drink or in the bathroom. I, I missed I miss that part. Because I, I honestly, I was waiting. I was like, I heard Dana White gave uh, Trump uh, seats here, and I, could, I never saw him. They were showing, you know, all these random stars. They even showed... Uh, Davis from the Raiders, but I, I was like, I haven't seen Trump uh, yet. I must, walked in I, with that must his have been wife, and time. they had the entourage there, and the place went nuts. Of course, this is that's <laughs> that's a strong point for him out there. That's oh yeah, and he knew fully well that would be the case. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, during a Ned Talk yesterday, you guys mentioned that U.S. basketball lost to Nigeria. I couldn't believe it when you guys were talking about it that it happened. Saw it happen. Watched the game, and uh, I, because I wanted to see, number one, how this USA team would play together, and they did not. And number two, I had read about the Nigerian team, which in the past has been nothing but a throw-in bunch of players who've never played the game before, and they're awful. USA beat them by almost 100 points a couple of years ago. This is a different team. This Nigerian team is almost all... NBA players and individuals, all of whom, all of whom played college basketball in this country. Some of them have been born, were born in Nigeria, moved here when they were two, three, four years old. But they are eligible to play for their nation. Interestingly enough, there's some other players who are playing for USA who are eligible to play for Nigeria as well. The Nigerian team is not as good as USA from a talent standpoint, but they were the better team on uh, Saturday night when they played. They played well. Their coach, my goodness sake, he's former NBA mm. coach of the year with the Cleveland Cavaliers, had them so well-schooled as what to do, and he didn't really have to because they were motivated. They wanted it more than USA. Uh, the American team, the USA team, had a very bad shooting night. The reason I'm leading up to this is they play again tonight. Not USA-Nigeria, but USA-Australia. And Australia is a medal favorite in the uh, Tokyo Olympics. What medal? Who knows? I think Nigeria is probably going to be a medal favorite as well. They're a very good team. Very quick. Very good shooters. Mike, tell you how good they are. They scored 90 points. Beat the USA 90-87. to 87. 
of the 90 points, 60 of them were the result of three-point shots. I heard that you guys say that yesterday. 20 that's a, that's three-pointers. insane accuracy. I've never seen that. Insane accuracy. But they also had a little bit more time to prepare. A little bit, because uh, there was obvious they've been together for quite a while. Yeah. The, the NBA players are not big names, but they, they are in the NBA. They're getting paychecks. They're playing for the uh, one time in the game. Uh, the Nigerian team had three Miami Heat players, teammates on there. Three of the five players on the court were teammates. That gives you an example of the level of play that they had. They were no throwaways. Would they beat the USA again? Probably not. But having said all that, they did win this one, did a lot for their confidence, and hey, who knows what might happen. I'm really interested to see what happens with USA-Australia tonight and then USA-Argentina tomorrow night. These are all very good exhibition games. So we are to the all-star break. Major League Baseball, at least most teams, with the exception of the guys playing in the all-star game, can take a little bit of a breather. Have the Cardinals and Royals close out their traditional first half of the season. Interestingly enough, they closed it out both with rainouts. Cubs and the Cardinals rained out at Wrigley Field in Chicago. You knew that was probably going to be coming because that was part of the storm system that was here. So they rained it out, and they'll play a doubleheader later on in September. Now, the doubleheaders are seven innings, so it does change the perspective a little bit. So the uh, Cardinals end their uh, uh, three-game series at a split, one-and-one with the Cubs, and then the uh, third game, of course, will be coming up as a makeup later on. The Royals were also rained out in Cleveland. The makeup date for their game with the Indians has yet to be announced, but the Royals next up will play the Baltimore Orioles, and that will be right after the All-Star break is over. So both teams ended on a rainout. Both get an early start to the All-Star break. Which is definitely due, and hopefully <laughs> they can uh, fix some things, uh, not take too much time off and actually use the time to fix some things, which I'm sure a lot of them will, will be doing. Uh, what's this? I thought the uh, NFL draft was over. There's another draft that exists? This is the baseball draft, and it's being done differently. Thank you to the NFL, because the Major League Baseball has also decided to go in national television. <laughs> I get this. The first round, now keep in mind, you're not... The, the level of appeal to the audience, in my opinion, is going to be greatly limited with what they have in baseball. I tried it last night. The first round was held by itself last night for national television purposes. First player taken, Henry Davis. He's a catcher from Louisville, and he was taken by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Louisville made the College Baseball World Series, and this kid Davis is a very, very fine player. A candidate for the Gold Spikes Award, which is the, that's the Heisman Trophy of baseball. Uh, Davis is first round, the first player picked. The Kansas City Royals uh, picked a fellow named Hank Mazzacolo, and he is a left-handed pitcher from Manchester, Connecticut. And the Cardinals' first-round choice was also a pitcher, but a right-hander out of UC Santa Barbara, University of California, Santa Barbara, the Gauchos. And his name is Michael McGreevy. That's the first round. There was a compensation round, but the Cardinals and Royals were not involved in it. But the first round's done. Now they have ten rounds today and nine tomorrow. And that concludes the Major League Draft, all based around TV. Uh, <laughs> snooze. Uh, you know, in the first two games, the NBA Finals, I thought Phoenix just had it. Like they, I was like, man, they might be able to just go 4-0. But no way. The Bucks had something to say last night, didn't they? Phoenix may not have it. That's just it. They had a terrible shooting night. And Devin Booker, who is their top offensive player, he couldn't buy a basket, especially in the first half of the ball game. And uh, DeAndre Ayton, their big center, was outplayed by 
Mr. McCumbo, the uh, the reigning most valuable player of the NBA, Giannis Antetokounmpo. So Milwaukee wins 120 to 100, and it's now two games to one, Phoenix and Milwaukee. Now they'll play again later this week on Wednesday night, and uh, who knows? Milwaukee may tie up the series at 2-2. Right now, that series is guaranteed of going back to Phoenix for one game because the best of seven, 2-2, and 1-1-1. That's the ratio in which they work. Very interesting situation coming up, but Milwaukee came out with a vengeance last night and wins it by 20. They're not going to go quietly, and that's the way the NBA uh, playoffs and finals have been. It's been a dandy. Ned, you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.